Welcome to Mommy Issues, a podcast where an ex-reality TV star mom and her reality TV-loving daughter bridge the gap between their generations through celeb news, all things Bravo, and their own personal mommy issues. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Um, recording early. On time, which is early for me. No, but yes, oh. you you were literally, I think it was like 1101 for me. And I was like, whoa, I saw Anakin Gosses wants yeah, to come in. I was like, wow, Crazy. Um, we love a prompt girly. Um, I just mean recording early. Oh, in early week. in the week. Yeah. We are recording on a Wednesday. We normally record on a Friday. Sometimes at this point we're recording on Sunday because of life can get in the way. Mm-hmm. Um, would love your attention. Me, I'm sorry. I just wanted to make sure my phone wasn't on silent. Okay. I, I I was editing the podcast last week when I or not editing the podcast, I was editing the promo. And mm-hmm. this was you the whole time. Like I usually use like I cut in between you and me for reactions and you were like this. Because I was trying not to look at myself. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Like I, I feel so stupid when I do that that I'm so so I'm trying to just just look at you. Okay. And pretend. Well, if you want, I can tell you how to do it because I found out how to do it. Okay. Do you want to or do you not? You know. Uh, yeah, I can do whatever you want. If, if I've just, I'm aware of it now, so I just. I'll okay, be so more let's animated. try. Okay, let's. Let's, try. let's be normal. Let's, let's me be, be normal. normal. <laughs> What's that like? Um. Okay. So we are having uh, I have some gossip like some celeb news and stuff but not much Mm -hmm. so I posted on our Instagram and ask me anything prompt Mm -hmm. and man the questions flooded in there I really we're really gonna have to like select what we want to answer because people really it was really nice actually because I was like most of the time I feel like I do have to you know write our own questions Or like we spent, we get like five questions and I'm like, let's really dig deep here. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, okay. But we'll talk a little, oh, I guess we have to do highs and lows. I don't know what's going on guys. I'm sorry. Let's do highs and lows. You want to go first? Um, 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 highs, um, I'm going to go see Lola soon. Yeah. Um, lows, um, no, I mean, I don't know. It sounds terrible, but it's just like with everything that's happening, I feel stupid having a low. I always feel stupid having a low. Yeah, I think my low is just that the world is on fire yeah, and like yeah. it, it's just not, it's not yeah. great. I also no. feel my low is also that I feel very burned out by this yeah, job. job. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, I'm pretty ready for it to be over, which luckily it's over next week I think I really hope that they don't extend I saw this. one time I called you you know I called you know fast to see Lola or whatever and you were working and I could tell that you were so over it I'm just not I, I like don't... you looked drained so here's the thing that is what I'm realizing is happening this happened to me yesterday where I had this like really intense like oh feeling of overwhelm like I I can get overwhelmed easily yeah. but I've I've learned how to manage it. Like I now have yeah. tools to manage it, but yeah, the issue with this particular show is because the schedule is so fast. We start on an episode in one day and the next morning I'm watching that episode. It's like fully done. And that's right. just and unheard of. They in... have a 24 hour schedule, right? So right. when somebody's off, the next person's on, does this have anything to do with the strike? No, it's oh, just, okay. the, this, this is, is how... the way Netflix works. 
it's a house reality show and like big brother is like this too this is how they do their schedule so they just built the schedule based on what has worked before i assumed it had to do with uh you know the fact that they're trying to get the show out quickly because of the writer strike that no. there was no no okay. this the show won't even air probably until like mid next year it's not about that it's about it being cheaper and faster to do it this way but the issue is that i am i take pride in my work and i like when i'm in it and like putting together like a scene it's mm-hmm. fun it's creative it's like you get to like really spend time on it and like this show is funny because the characters in it are like funny they're they have signed up to live in solitary confinement talking to uh, into a tv screen that's Uh psychotic but these people are funny and like normally i would have at least three weeks to work on like a an act of a show whereas right now i don't have that you're you're working at the speed of light Yeah, yeah so i finish each day feeling bad feeling like i didn't do the best I could because I didn't have time. And it's like, you're, you're rushing to get it done. And And I wonder if they don't, why they don't feel that that's not smart. I I think they're just kind of churning out content. I think this is the way that Netflix is. They don't really care about like creating the most high quality scene. And don't say that, take that off. I don't care. It's not, I'm not, it's like a known thing. Like if you're building a schedule like this, that's, you obviously don't care about the quality of what you're putting out. Yeah, it's a season six and season yeah. season seven show. Yeah, it's it does well regardless of whether or not you're really spending time. Right, on right, it. right, right, right. It's more about me feeling like at the end of the day, well, I'm you're just, such a perfect. Yeah, when it comes, I'm just to that defeated. Stuff. I'm defeated, yeah, yeah. and I feel the. I just hate it. I hate it. But your um, standards are crazy. They're not that crazy. The standard is do good, good, do good job, <laughs> do good do job, good job, beba. <laughs> That's it. It's not even that crazy. And I just feel like we're on a, ugh, it's annoying. So whatever. Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, I, I, I recently had, now I just remembered a low light. It's not really a low light. Cause again, tell me your first world problems, but um, I, I know that yesterday I told you, we went to see the sneak, sneak peek of this peak of what is it? flower of the what's the flower it called? moon the scorsese movie yes yeah, a scorsese the movie the right moon. we were all like you know it was a film festival thing you know sylvia has all of the whatever we get there everything is like you know her name on things we're sitting we're happy we ordered food we were eating and then they were they come and they do the introduction it's like it's just going to be a few minutes more everyone in there was invited whatever and then this is already three hours and 26 minute movie at already 8 45 p.m on a weekday and they go um, somebody forgot enough somebody forgot they didn't send us the code i guess apple is Mm -hmm. responsible for distributing the movie and there's a code you need to put in and their solution for this was just we're going to give you tickets to come back and free popcorn it's like first of all free popcorn they made money because you know you're that's one of those where you order food at the thing and everything is like you know shitty quality and really expensive yeah and so it's like how is this a solution when people set how much time do you have to set aside on a weekday to commit to a three and a half hour movie going there you know we ubered there we ubered back you know it's like and somebody has to have gotten fired because it wasn't just regular movie going people it was the people that really donate to this yeah film sure. festival yeah, and everything yeah. else and I thought wow this is crazy and so I just noticed that people generally are happy doing subpar work 
generally they're just happy it's like the peter principle give me enough but i'll do what i need to do just to get the paycheck oh i don't understand i mean i do i don't understand that either but that's the kind of there's people that are like that i do understand that actually i think like life is so hard that you're just kind of like trying to get through the day to get home to your family or like you know to to your actual life whereas i am i'm all about balance libra yeah yeah. I like to balance both. And I think like, if you're happy doing the job and like you finish with a good day, then it, it, it helps support the end of your night when you are making dinner right. and you're hanging with right. your family. Cause you feel good about yourself. Yeah. Work so, is, is an important part of life. We all have to work. So even if you're doing something shitty, you should find the joy in it. You should. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. And so, so let me ask you a question. So it, the gig mentality, I don't have that. Cause I've never well, actually, I do more now. I do yeah, much more you gig do. type of work. Like, you know, I'm leaving tomorrow to Casa Campo for the last, you know, the last minute to host their first ever food and wine. It's like, okay, I wasn't expecting that. Right. So that's a gig. But but you are solely dependent on gigs, right? So period. is there a, a mentality <laughs> of like, okay, I got one big gig this year and now I'll just fan my vagina all the rest of the time? fan my vagina you know just sit around absolutely not no okay okay and I and when I first started no I know I know you don't I'm just wondering in your industry oh um I think I think when I started freelancing and I think when a lot of people start freelancing you're in your early 20s and it's like the most exciting thing to have to work really 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 hard and then you have like a month off sometimes and you're like right. hell yeah and you're making a, a substantial amount of money so you get to go travel and you get to go do your things and then you come back and you're like work 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 it's just it's it's right 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 it's great but i would say post 2020 it has been very slim pickings for jobs it doesn't come as often as so it you used to so you take whatever Yes. Not whatever, but you take, no, no, you take whatever I, when I was, when I was offered this gig, it was the night shift. It was a 6 PM to six in the morning night shift. And I hadn't worked since July and I was like, I'll take it. And I just so happened to be able to get the day shift, but I was going to take it for a month. Cause I was like, what the fuck else am I going to do? I have a kid. Mm -hmm. I have to work. Mm -hmm. So anyways, whatever. I don't even know how we got into that, but yes, all I'm saying is like my, my low is I'm, I'm just really burned out. This has affected so much of my life. Like I'm just not able to be my full beva self and it sucks. I just, I hate it, but I wrap next week and that's great. That's okay, my high. Okay. That's my high. Cause okay. I don't have a high. Um, should we just do questions? Like there's really not much to talk about. Okay. We I really was just going to tell you, I was just going to tell you, like, I don't know how much people want to talk about housewives or any of that stuff because God. it just seems like nonsense. Girl. And I was talking to my friend, you know, David, who's like a really big pos- podcaster in that space specifically. He's like, it's been such a weird two weeks. Like I'm just putting out like, uh, you know, shows, but like, obviously nobody wants to record. Nobody wants to like people that are guest dependent. It's harder because Nobody you wants just to have this blah. Yeah. Dude, so I think the questions are a good idea. Yeah. I think so too. Um, if we have time at the end, we can like talk about some shit. The only thing I have really is apparently there's rumors that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are looking for houses together in Kansas city, which I'm is not like surprised. shocking to me. It's just that she goes from zero to 60 every single time, you know, this is going to be May, December and then she's going to write a song about it. He's going to have to break up with her by text because she's going to be a stalker. 
She is acting strange. It's too much. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Okay, let's do questions. Um, this is a really good one. I'm just going to start with this. And it's not anything bad. I think it's just something you have to be aware of. Somebody said, when will Anna stop interrupting Beva? Oh. <laughs> okay, so let me tell you. You do. You, you do. I do. And, and I got to tell you what it is. It It is not intended to be rude. It is, I have an a crazy fear of Alzheimer's, dementia, senility, all those things. My dad had it. I, because I'm overwhelmed with so many different things that I do, it manifests like I'm forgetting words. I'm forgetting this. Mm-hmm. I'm forgetting that. And sometimes I'll, I will, I'm so afraid to forget the to thought. To forget the thing. Yeah. Yes. So now I'm just... going to have a little pad and yes. here so that I can write things down. So I don't interrupt you. By the way, and... that's what I have. I yeah, do I the same thing because it's, but it's, that's the reason just so you know, and, and they're right. Okay. It's, I'm, I'm terrible, but that's the reason. Well, it's also like growing up. I, you have a very strong personality and you're loud when you have an opinion, you're, you. you're going to like say something, whatever. And I felt I'm, I'm scared of, I was very scared of confrontation. I didn't want to like, I just didn't want to be involved in, in, you know, all this shit. So I couldn't get a word in edgewise unless I was going louder and interrupting your ass. So that's why a lot of times on the podcast, I feel like sometimes I come off rude when I'm like, can I finish? But I'm yeah. like, I, I have to like own that and be like, can I finish? Cause I do have a thought and you're not letting me finish. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's guys, so funny. we're working I, on it. I am working on it. I, I sent something to Sarah yesterday because it was a meme about um, middle children and firstborns and whatever. And the firstborn, like the mother says something to the firstborn and they're like, to me, whatever. And then the middle child is like, this is fucking bullshit. I'm getting out of here. This place this is this is like a present and all this stuff. And then the, the, you know, the youngest, the, the youngest, it's like driving going and singing like a song, like, you know, like completely unfazed by the whole thing and it's kind of like it just makes sense it's like whatever it's like just let it go let it go and it's and it is like that it It is is like like that that. and you're like that you're like Kathy is very affected by everything you know since she was little she's very not affected by everything but she's she cares (laughs) yeah well I care too it's not that you don't care but it manifests sometimes as like I think it's, it's also like I care and I'm so sensitive and I, my, um, default is to run away. Yeah. yeah. I'm literally living across the country there. That's not like for nothing. That's not, yeah. oops, it's an accident. It's like, I literally ran away from my life moving on. Nice. Um, okay. <laughs> How's Anna doing with her battle with water? I remember her saying how much she hated it. Look at that. It's got a big ass. Finally jug. got an iron flask or whatever it's called, hydroflask, and a you know kind of like water cooler thing because I felt bad about. First of all, I don't like the wa- the way water tastes from plastic, and so I've decided that this tastes good, and I just forced myself to have two. I know I should have That's three. Good. These are forty no, two ounces. Is, mommy, two is so more two than is great. Yeah. Okay. I'm also going to say another thing, and I'm not being hard on you, but. Can you speak into your mic? Yes, I'm speaking into my mic. Because it also, it just sounds like you're in a tin can. Well, what it, what it is too, is like, I'm not in a small room. I'm in the kind of this giant mansion. <laughs> I was going to uh, say, what's going on? No, but you know what I mean? The the great room. So I, I think I and yeah. there's nobody here and whatever. But you sound so much better right now. You okay. sound, um, okay. Um, how did Beva and her husband meet and how long have you guys been married for? 
we met at work. Uh, it was like one of my first jobs. I was a post-production assistant and he was a producer and I handed this man paychecks every at the end of every week, I was like the most loved person at that office. I, I remember people used paychecks. to leave, no, but people used to leave you notes, like a lot of flirty notes. Remember that? You would send them to me. This was when you, really? people would leave you notes. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm not yeah. fucking surprised. No, but he, um, we met at work. We worked together for like six months. I was dating somebody at the time and we just like hit it off. We were like friends, but obviously I had a crush on him and he had a crush on me. How could you not? And then at the end, when you wrap on a show, you have one more paycheck that comes in, but you're not in the office. Right. So I emailed him and I was like, Hey, you have another check here. Would you like me to mail it out? Or I can, or you can come pick it up or I can send it through a carrier pigeon. And then he emailed me back saying, well, why don't you give it to me at dinner? And again, was dating somebody at the time. So I went to, I like that night, I was like, oh, this guy is like totally flirting with me. He asked me to dinner. And you know what my boyfriend at that time said? You should go. He said, you should go. And I said, okay. And I did. He, had, he was, literally he fell in weird, love with that man. He had a weird kinky side, you know? He liked that shit. He was yeah, so weird. Well, on my birthday, he took me, not John Lee, my ex-boyfriend, on my birthday, he took me to Nobu and then um, came home and put us on Craigslist to find a girl for a threesome. So that's a little bit about that. Okay, Aaron. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Crazy. For real. Um, okay. How did Anna use the two seasons of Real Housewives of Miami to grow her brand and business? Give us a short version of this. Don't oh, yeah. It's a super short version. <laughs> uh, before Housewives, nobody knew who I was at all. So it does give you a platform. Social media was just starting. So I used that, you know, I, I was one of those people that had already done some of the work. So I had two books out already by the time I went on. So I had a little bit of that credibility, yeah. which combined with the platform really helped me. And I just kind of put my momentum going. I just put my nose to the grindstone and put all the eggs in one basket and watch that basket, you know, and I still am doing that. Watch that basket. Right. I love that actually. Um, yeah, man, by the way, when you come, can you bring me sauces? Yeah. Or I can just order them. I was thinking of just ordering them and then you would see my name pop up and you'd be like, what the hell's going on? But yeah, but what is it that you need? I'm just going to ship. I just you. need better. the marinade, million dollar marinade. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I need like send. at least 10. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to send you a case and then I'll send you the new Sriracha so you could try it because yes. I think it's too hot. No, I, I tried think... it. I tried it. Remember? And I loved it. Oh, okay. I like sriracha i told you sriracha i think is more of a flavor than a hot sauce and that's why i don't use it and when i tried your sriracha i was like this is amazing because it's actually spicy Oh, okay okay so and I'll it's got the sriracha flavor oh it's right. so good send me that too because jolene will love that okay okay what are you both dressing up as how as for as how oh my god what are you gonna be for as for hello halloween <laughs> um i don't have a party to go to um, yeah that's really the only reason why you would dress up. Right. And so the last time I dressed up, I mean, I have worn the same outfit. The Avengers thing. The Avengers, Black Widow, whatever. Yeah. It was a Lisa Hochstein party 10 years yeah. ago. And I I don't even know where that is anymore. I would never wear it again. Not because it doesn't look good on me because it looks pretty good on me. I don't know if right now. Um, but But I don't know. I think that if I went to another party, I would want to do something really funny where people can't recognize me or funny yeah. weird where I would just like that whole full makeup or like like Heidi Klum as a worm I, or or <laughs> like like this maybe they would still know who I am but like super serious makeup with the the 
Dia de los Muertos kind of thing. I was going to say thing. that would be great for you for anything because you could like, you're pretty savvy. You can do it on yourself and get yeah. like beautiful flowers that you can yeah. do yourself. And then you I wear like I a gorgeous black dress or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I would do that. I am of like, I think that you should not dress up for Halloween unless you're going to like a real ass party. I am of, I am Anna Kinkosis circa 2000, like 1990 to 2000. Yeah, yeah you're not going to be one of those parents that dresses up Absolutely as a not. No. I am a pumpkin shirt wearing, a black shirt wearing with some type of ear situation, like little thingies or whatever, like a cat or like the devil horns. I'm not interested. I'm not yeah. interested. I did no. my, I did my Halloween. Okay. And I know. I just like really cared about your costumes and then having yeah. people over and making food and doing whatever, all the stuff that we did. We had our chili and our caramel apples and all that yeah. stuff, which I love. I think if there's a Halloween party, then I, you have to dress up for a Halloween party. It's but so you're lame do not slutty? to. No, I'm not going to do, I don't do, I can't do slutty anymore. <laughs> I'm a mom. I don't know if you know that about me. I can't be slutty anymore. Not that slutty, but Anyways, my best costume was, um, you never wore it out. I know because I was too, the euphoria girl. Yeah. Maddie from euphoria. And I, I, but I think that that was a moment where I was like, I can't do this anymore. anymore. Yeah. You know that that's happening to me. I'm I've been looking. So my friend Jenny's getting married in Anguilla in January. And so the one event is white and one event is black. And I'm like looking net a portée and and whatever whatever all the different sites yeah. I go on to real whatever and it's like that's two housewives that's two housewives everything <laughs> yeah. because everything has a cutout everything has the the you know the the whatever cleavage up to here and the cutout and it's just like can we come up with something new I think like what you have to do it, as an adult when it comes to costumes is you have to be creative and you can't just rely on going to buy a costume. It has to be like- And I'm not talking about costumes. I'm talking about a dress for an event. This oh, is oh, the, sorry, sorry. This okay. is actually, a, but it's the same thing, actually. You want it because I'm looking at these dresses and it's the same brands, Patbo, Retrofit, all of them. People go to, you know, Revolve, my God. And you- you look at those dresses and you just know everyone's going to be wearing that same shit dress. Yeah. yeah. And it, and it bothers me. And so I've gone from this, I look at the women, right. I look at the women on this, um, you know, on housewives, for example, and, and literally everybody's the same showing the, the boobs, the, the cutouts, the, this, the, that. And I, and I thought I I've gotten to the much more Amal Clooney, Sophia Ritchie, if you want like that kind of quiet luxury looking, uh, you know, kind of quiet elegance instead of this whole like, here are my tits in your face, and for good measure, here is my midriff, even though I'm, you know, like in my pushing 50s. 60. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, just because you can doesn't mean you should. I, uh, yes, I agree with that. And I'm, yeah. and I'm, yeah, I agree with that. But, but I also think that if you can, you like, if you can and you should, then you should. Because there's going to be a lot of time when you can't. Well, because you're only got... going to be this young forever. Like right. And I see that you are is. so like, dude, if I had your body and your leg, I'd be like seriously walking, walking around naked down the frozen food. But like where, where am I Whole going? Foods. Whole foods. Like, I don't care. Like I would never not show something. Well, but... that's, but, but, I, and I do in a way, like I, I, I just, I dress for me. 
I just no, I know. feel and, confident and, and, and for me. And by the way, and you feel confident, you feel, you change completely. Like I look back to how you used to dress in Miami. And when you went oh to God. LA, there was a big transformation. Number one in LA, people don't really dress like that. It's not about showing. No. And number two, I think you spent a time dimming your light so that other people wouldn't feel bad about themselves. And I'm not about that. Yeah. I've done it too. I've done it. And by the way, even at my age, even at whatever, if I try a little bit harder than usual, it pisses people off. They'll say mm. only, only some people will tell you, oh, you look at whatever, but it's like, oh, you know, what does she think? What is she, whatever. And it's like, I don't ever even go get my hair. Like I'm really become low maintenance, I, you know, in the sense that I'll do my own. I know how right, to do right, a lot right. of shit myself. So it's not low maintenance. It's not like I leave my house, like this girl with no makeup, whatever her name is, the Baywatch girl. No, but okay. like, some effort and so you did that for a while you dimmed your light I did I didn't it it, okay fine yeah I did my light (laughs) I'm not even gonna argue with you um okay I don't even know how we got there but it kind of goes into the next question what is your go-to outfit that makes you feel the most confident for me or for you it says question for both okay um so confident okay so I'm happiest in leggings and whatever at home this doesn't make me feel confident it makes me feel happy we call it happy clothes happy we've always clothes. called it happy clothes whenever we just dress from we used to have like a drawer it was just like happy clothes t-shirts yeah. whatever okay um I think that most confident I like pants I like jumpsuits I like like high-waisted pants. like anything that is a kind of form-fitting that I yeah can't, I can't wear things that are just too loose because yeah. it just doesn't go with my physique. Um, but I I think I like, you know, like a nice jumpsuit is my favorite thing. Yeah, you're a they're jumpsuit start- girl. Yeah, and and there was a time where they weren't as in anymore. Now they're kind of starting to come back again. It's not that they were ever out, but like they weren't as Okay, we uh, don't need popular. a whole yeah. essay about jumpsuits. Yeah. Um, mine is just By the jeans. way, people should take note of that you do to me. What? That that I interrupt you, but you think I'm wordy. You are. It's a it's You're an hour long podcast. Do you know how long your um low uh, whatever your lows are? Your lows that are only about you that could not interest anybody else. At least I mean, this whole about- podcast is about us. I'm. It's you have to weigh. Do people want to listen to? They do like t- 10 minutes on jumpsuits or 10 minutes about it wasn't feeling overwhelmed minutes. at work. You can actually relate to everyone can to can relate to feeling overwhelmed at work. Jumpsuits are the, kind of a niche thing. You're fine. You're like the arbiter of this. It's it's what you decide what people want to hear. Yes. There are I am people more that, connected to the culture. <laughs> there are people that think that you are super overindulgent. Who? With your, Who? Nobody. Name one person. <laughs> guys leave me like dm me if you think i'm too self-indulgent and i will i will backtrack but like i'm not getting that feedback i take feedback okay Okay. go ahead i'm just like not everybody wants to talk about jumpsuits girl (laughs) some of these questions are just quick you know what 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 is your outfit that makes you feel comfortable any a a pair of jeans it doesn't matter what is on top if i'm okay no that's it you said jeans that's it Great. Moving on. Jeans. That's we need to spend three hours on jeans. jeans Agreed. Jeans. Agreed. Um, okay. Let's see. Um, 
I'm sorry. I'm just, there's a lot. I'm actually. Oh my God. This is dead time. I hope that you cut this out <laughs> when you cut up. Part okay, of fine. My... I'm just going to go to the next one. Um, do you think this season of Real Housewives of Miami will be a redemption season for Alexia or Marisol? Um, it's my hunch that it's not going to be that great for Marisol. Um, I don't know. I think Alexia can be very likable. You know what I mean? She I I agree. I agree. Yeah. It's it, and Alexia I'm fine with. Yeah, the, here like when I saw her recently like you know if I don't talk to her a lot I'm like she's just so ridiculous but then if I talk to her then I remember why I was friends with her and there's a side to her that's approachable and very whatever yeah. but I think that she is so influenced by Marisol. I think Marisol is her downfall. So and I, I agree. think the producers might know that and maybe Maybe they'll just let uh, Alexia kind of have her own identity separate from Marisol, which would she, be nice. She It would be smart of Alexia to do that, to, to kind of distance herself a little yeah. bit, which by the way, this is funny. I just found this out. My friend Jackie sent me um, an image of Lisa Hochstein's Instagram, like just like sent it to me being like, is this Photoshop? Like it was just all this stuff. And it, yeah. the photo was unavailable. And I'm like, I can't see the photo. And she's like, this is the second time I've sent you a Lisa photo. You're blocked. I'm blocked. No, she told me you were blocked. And, and I then, was blocked too. And but then I'm I, not blocked anymore. And then I looked at Marisol and I'm blocked on Marisol on my personal Instagram. And I was like, for what? Like, for also what? and by the way, she's looking at all your stuff because she admitted to me, and I've said this before, that she has a fake Instagram account. She goes, you don't have a Finsta? I didn't even know what that was. And she goes, how do you look at people you don't want them to know? And it's like, I don't know. Also, just... I'm not, we're, we're not blocked on mommy issues. It's like, if you really don't want us to talk oh. about you, block us on all of it, babe. She listens to every episode. Hi, Marisol. She listens Hi, Marisol. to every episode. Oh my God. Nice, so nice to see you, Marisol. See you. Uh, Alexia told me that you listen to every episode and report. Oh my God, back. fan. Amazing. Yeah, okay, let's fan. keep it moving. Some of these are just going to be quick because I, I do want to get through like all of them. It would be nice. Um, yeah. How do you feel about uh, Adriana being only a friend of the season? I think, I think it makes sense. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think that she's earned her place. I think they need to give her a mojito. Uh, la from last season, I, I do feel like she, there wasn't a lot of story happening from No, I think from you're going to see a lot. I think she has a lot of story in this new season. And I think that she's earned it. And think about okay. it. Compare that Compare that to Marisol, who deserves a mojito, you know? Yeah. No. Yeah. I would rather Adriana than Marisol. Um, how did you know that John Liam was the one? Sorry for this very corny question, but happy face right here. Um, I don't know. You're not sure he's the one. I actually still don't know. I'm still figuring it out. <laughs> no 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 he's the one right <laughs> just kidding I would say um I I could be fully myself and I didn't feel that way in any other relationship like I could be stupid and goofy and also feel sexy and confident and he wasn't like intimidated by that and I he's could, intimidated like... by Prince by Prince yeah remember like this this shirt would be a lot Ooh, oh, Prince, Prince. Yes. Oh my God. Jolene can't handle like Any if prince. anything has like too much like frill or whatever. He's like, I don't Whoa. understand how he can handle those awful. I'm sorry for whoever gave them to you. Those awful Crocs that you put on Lola. Oh my God. But all babies wear Crocs because they're still learning. But no, those specific Crocs are awful. And both Kathy and I hate him. Sorry, Kathy, that I threw you under the bus. <laughs> what are your go-to coffee orders? 
a cold brew with almond milk. Yes, yeah, that's healthy. <laughs> what I, what I first of all, if I'm being healthy, I'll have an americano with with um with cream and whatever. But if I, but mostly I drink flavored coffees. Yeah, you know. you're, so you're like a time, pumpkin spice. I'll do. I am a pumpkin spice spice bitch right now. Uh, white. Uh, and then other times I'm a white chocolate mocha person. I mean, and whole milk and the whipped cream. Like it's awful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. But that's fun. That's like that. You, you, you drink coffee, like a 17 year old girl who just, yeah, discovered- exactly. and by the way, I right that just discovered coffee and, and I don't go get coffee every day. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. an everyday coffee drinker. So if I'm going to a Starbucks, it's a special occasion and I'm going to have what I want. Yeah. yeah. You're going to go nuts. Yeah. Um, recap love is blind, please. We don't watch it. Sorry, Caitlin. Uh-huh. Um, how long have you and your husband been married for? Two years. Yeah, we're coming it took up on a long time to go to Jared. We're we're going. Uh, we're coming up on two years in December, but we've been together in actually ten years, nine years. Yeah, nine years. He um, was really he was really dragging his feet. I really felt he felt you know, pressured. Yeah, I he, think he felt pressured to marry you and really doesn't even want to be married to you. No, honestly, that might be true. <laughs> That actually might be true. Um, but what's funny, it like I, I think guys get really scared about the idea, but then once he did it, he walked he away after so proposing mad. and he went, Whoa, that wasn't that bad. I don't know why I didn't do that years ago. And I was like, I'm gonna shoot you in the face. I'm gonna shoot you in the face. I think I you want- got married at the right time. I think so too. Right during COVID. During COVID. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, okay. <laughs> Um, ba, ba, ba. one more question. Uh, how do you deal with living so far away from Gathi, your my sister? Um, we talk a lot. We FaceTime a lot. We call each other a lot. It's not, you know, she's like my other half, but you know, life goes on. You have to live your own lives. Yeah. So to- I'd we- like to, I'd like to respond for Gathi in this. It's a lot harder for Gathi than it is for Beba. Gathi would be happy if Beba was like next door and that would be. Oh, Beba's are nightmare. you kidding? No, it wouldn't. Oh Gatti? no, Gatti's okay. Oh, me, you wouldn't want to live next door to me. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but Gathi, are you kidding? I would I would die to live right next to Gathi. Oh, okay. But but I would die to live right next to like once our husbands die, me and Gathi are gonna move in together. Oh, good. Okay. So um, if if John Liam dies before Monty, guess what? I'm gonna go watch- live it. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, how tragic. The He's men like, die before women. Yeah, yeah Most exactly. married men die before women. You know why? Because they're so unhappy. Because they want to. <laughs> because they want to, correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, Maybe I missed this, but did you guys discuss the reunion, the OC reunion? Yeah, and we honestly, yeah. it, it, it wasn't great. Listen to the last two. Actually, don't don't listen to last week's episode because we didn't even touch it. We were touch just it. like, I, I will tell you, I finally did watch it uh, yesterday and it's just really quick. Um, It's just ridiculous how much people attack each other. And at the end, it's like, oh, now I love you and I love you and I love you and no, you don't. You hate each other. <laughs> and then they were all going to Heather's house. Heather is also just everything they accused her of they she denied and she's lying it's clear that she's lying and then yeah. poor shannon is poor shannon which by the way shannon Saw broke it. her silence yeah but did she she bro- she said nothing she said nothing she said so nothing she pretended to break her silence and you know didn't say anything <laughs> and and just took off her comments so that people couldn't say of course what kind of, of bullshit is this yeah 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 um okay 
Um, the best things from your childhood that you carried or are carrying into parenthood. That's a question for both of us. You go first. Um, for me, it was just, uh, and I did carry this into parenthood. It were like our house was where people congregated, where I made it easy, where I had everything available for you guys, you know, two rooms to watch TVs, wherever you wanted. There was always food available. I was always willing to do whatever and host everything. I think that's important. My mom always did that too. And I think that's a great thing, you know? Um, yeah. And then just be so present, you know, that's uh, just be, you know, don't be parent. there. Be there. Yeah. Be there. Don't pretend to be like, Oh, I'm such a good mother. Good mothers. Don't say they're good mothers. Yeah. They just are. Wow. Preach slay. It's the truth. Um, I feel like I mean, same, like the, the being present, I feel like you were always, you and daddy were both always there. Like I never felt ignored. I think, um, mine is, uh, weird. Mine is like, you also had, you both had a stern, you were pretty strict, but yeah. you, you would let up on a lot of stuff that, that was like fun. And like, sometimes me and my sister so would, that like, you wouldn't miss out. Right. We would get in trouble for something. And it was like, you're not going to that yeah. party on Friday. And then like, you know, we, me and my sister would be like pretty good for the whole week and like, you know, do our homework and get good grades, blah, blah, blah. And then Friday would roll around and we would go into our rooms. And my mom had like two of those like classic Nordstrom silver boxes. And she was like, here's your outfit. You're going to the party on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> for me, it was, it, first of all, you guys didn't Sorry to interrupt you again. Shit. Um, you guys never did anything so, you know, horrible or so egregious that I would deprive you of something that's a memory for you where people then the next week would be talking about this party and whatever, and that you wouldn't be able we to there. participate because you always did the right thing. You did your work, you studied, you went to whatever, you did all your activities. You were not, you were good kids. We were good kids. We really were yeah, good kids. We were good kids. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think it's like having having a firm hand, but also letting up when necessary. Like I, I want to be sure to do that with Well, Lola. because what I've seen too, and, and you know, a lot you learn by seeing other parents, right? Parents of friends of mine, friends of mine who got pregnant at 16, you know, mm -hmm. I, you know, uh, the Lower parents were so, so, so strict that they could not see a boy. They could not, you know, yeah, that was all reacting a, to their own situation. Yeah. That's a big mistake. Like when you go to an all girls school, like Carrollton, you know, a lot of the girls that are lifers there, the second they see a boy, they, they act like they just got out of prison, you know? And so I didn't want that for you guys. I wanted you to be comfortable. <clears throat> the benefit of an all girls school, cause I totally Love yeah, that. And I think you that. had a great experience with that, but you also had boys. You had a lot of guy friends. We had boys. I yeah. was boy crazy. Still am. <laughs> um, okay. Mary fuck kill. Timothy Chalamet, Travis Kelsey, or John Liam Stapleton. This is Kayla. I'm going to kill her. Um, I guess I'll marry John Liam. And then I would probably F Travis Kelsey and kill Timothy Ch Chalamet. But that's just because I'm a piece of shit. That's you. I don't, <laughs> I, I'm going to refuse to answer that because yeah, don't answer it because John Liam I don't even there. know who Timothy Chalamet is. Travis okay. Kelsey, I would never. And no, nobody, nobody. I kill all of them. All three. <laughs> um, would you ever consider having any of your friends on the podcast? They sound super fun. Yes, but I don't think that they would want to. And I actually, no, I, I think I, no, I don't want to. <laughs> I would love to. Uh, there's only two people that I'm interested in you, having you want on. Jason and Alex. Jason and Jackie. 
Oh, Jason. Oh, Jackie would be good. But mm-hmm. Jackie, I feel like wouldn't want to do it. No. Um, can you give us the name again of the press on nails that you use? Static nails, static nails. They're great. By the glue, by, by the, the nail, like it, it looks like nail polish glue. Don't use the little tube thing. Right. It, it works, but it doesn't stay on as long no. as you want it to. Mm-hmm. Um, intentions and goals for the last quarter of 2023. Oh, that's a good question. That's a big, that's a big one because there's really, you know, in October, there was three months left. Right. And you're like, it's a quarter of the year, you know, it's also like October. Don't, don't you feel like we're kind of done? Isn't it's everybody done. checking October's out right October's over. Now? Yeah. We're, we're pretty yeah. done. I, I do. we're not, yeah. there's still no, time left. I feel like, uh, for me, the end of the year is a time when I just, think about what I did and I have to be good to myself in that look you're publishing two books this year you know I mean yeah, that's, man. that's a big deal I never think I do enough mm. I never I think I should be somewhere else and then next year I always look towards coming years this will be my year let me doesn't everybody say that this will be the year yeah. that whatever everyone's I hopeful. always wholeheartedly believe that yeah um that's great I'm very optimistic about 24 for, for many, many reasons, not all of them me, you know? So I just, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm optimistic about 24 and I'm grateful for 23. I mean, that's the way I feel. And- that's how I feel too. I feel like I, that's such a good, healthy way to be too. I had, so I celebrated a birthday, was it last weekend? No, the, the weekend before. And I had a moment at the end of the night where I was journaling and writing, I, I didn't even know what I was going to be writing, but I just felt like I should put something down on paper for like turning 32. And I just ended up, everything I wrote was about how grateful I am for my life, how beautiful it is. Yes, there's so much I want to do, but I feel like I have so much potential and how fucking exciting is that? Like yeah, that is exciting when you feel that you're capable and that you're, yeah. that, that you have just, you know, hit the tip of the iceberg of what you're capable of, your future becomes very exciting. It and does. so we all have that in us, you know, Yeah, it, you got to tap into it and it takes yeah. work to tap into it, but you just got to tap into it. But I really just, I've never felt more like me than I do right now. Like I feel so grounded in who I am and that's, that's great. so, God, I Mother- can't say that motherhood about will like, do, motherhood will do that to you, but, but not for everybody. I think you had you you know you had Lola at the perfect age and it helped you. So you're too. also you're also super self aware and a lot of people aren't. So yeah, uh, you know I think that's important. I think for people my age who are listening, I think that you know young people, the world is their oyster. You have so much time left, but do we really know how much time we have left? You know, tomorrow a it could all end. Twenty tomorrow. year old right can get hit by a truck. Anything could happen. You know, you could get an illness. For me, knowing that. You can reinvent yourself at any time. That's just, if there's anything I could, um, you know, just really tell women, men, everybody. It's like, no matter how old you are, there's always time for a second act. Always. Yeah. And and, and a third and a fourth. A sec- right, right, right. But let's just whatever say, you want. most people have one act, one thing that they've done. If you have it in you to do it, whatever it is, no matter how, like, you will look back on your life and regret not trying it. So definitely do that no matter how old you are. Slay. That's my advice. Um, would love to hear more makeup tips. They are always so good. You know, thank I've you. learned, thank you. Yes, very much. Um, I've learned so much about makeup by just watching YouTube. It's crazy. 
I've watched that or, or Instagram or everything else. So I, I think that over time, how I used to do makeup before is so different from now. Mm-hmm. Does that not happen to you? Like I just before? love how you think this question was for you. Well, look at us who's wearing more makeup. Right. Exactly. Right. That's right. my point. Well, kind of that's point. your point. Right. But people are not asking you, hey, can you recreate your smoky eye on whatever? <laughs> Nobody's asking you that because you don't do a smoky eye. So uh, sometimes I can. Whatever. I'll give you one, one makeup tip that's just give us one makeup development tip. that blush and bronzer is you don't put it as low as you think. Not Go, anymore. Yeah. That, right. That's- that happened. We used to do this. 2022, baby. You're late that, to the game. Change- no, no, no. I'm not late to the game. I'm just, they're asking me a tip that maybe most people who are not into that wouldn't know. So yeah, people are like you- almost putting it under their eye. Right. And what it does is supposed to lift your face. And when you're older, this matters. So your face doesn't drag down. You want totally. your blush up here. Yeah. You know, it's- yeah. Lifting, yeah. lifting to the gods. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of my makeup tips I've, I've given on my, on the YouTube, like I've done two YouTube videos. Nobody cares. Makeup. Like no matter how you take 45 minutes to do makeup and it looks like you have no makeup on. That's Which the point. I think, right. Also the, the question said, would love to hear more makeup tips. They are always so good, which it seems like she's referencing the YouTube videos. I'm no, just saying I think she's referencing uh, me saying I'm pale. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. My makeup tip is make sure that you're doing good skincare underneath your makeup. Yeah. Like if you're going to, if you're going to do like nice makeup, if you're doing like a smoky eye or like a foundation, prep your skin, do a toner before, put your like hyaluronic acid serum on the bottom and like put a moisturizer on because it's going to make the makeup sit better. The canvas, the canvas, baby. the canvas. It's not, it's not just like, Oh, the technique of how you blend. No, no, no. it's about the way that it looks at the end. Also use natural light. Sometimes I do my makeup outside. Yeah. Natural light is important and uh, exfoliation and exfoliation. You should be exfoliating two to three times a week. Not hard, not hard, hard. Don't go hard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Beva, do you miss Miami? No, I don't. Um, I do. Sometimes I do, but no, I, I feel, I feel good where I'm at. I I don't, I don't need to like move back to Miami. When I go to Miami, it's so nice. I get to see my friends and my family and stuff. And then I get to come home. So it's like, it's a nice balance. I live in Miami and I don't miss Miami and I can't (laughs) wait to move the hell out of here, but I'm not moving to LA. Um, did you go to LaSalle or Westminster? Didn't you go to LaSalle? LaSalle? Yeah. You went to LaSalle and I went to Carrollton. Uh, why is your mother so amazing in every conceivable way? That's a question from Anakin Gosis. Oh, <laughs> I was like, so what? Funny. You thought somebody wrote that. I actually thought somebody forget. This is what I'm telling you. I have yeah, you forget. I forgot. And I just sent that to you today when I saw your post. <laughs> um, okay. We have a couple more that I kind of skipped over because there was going to be a long thing. How about you each tell us one of your most embarrassing moments? I have an embarrassing moment, but I honestly can't talk about it because it's so violently triggering for me. So oh, I can't talk about yeah, it. Yeah, But um, just so you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give you of what it has to do with. <laughs> it has to do with queefing. We'll move oh on. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> um, so um, 
you know, I had a high school embarrassing moment, which was whatever I fell like in a place and everybody's in my underwear, but like right oh now, like, big picture, like who cares? I was going to um, say, that's like, that feels any, like a, a silly movie scene, you know? So many years ago after Housewives, I was kind of dating somebody, but not really committed to the thing. And I was still seeing my ex and I, I treated somebody unfairly in a relationship and the day that it, I'll try to make it as fast as possible and, you know, then changed my mind. So, so anyway, the way, the way that it <laughs> okay. happened is that I, I bumped into my ex with a date and then changed my mind about the person had been unfair to, and we had plans and I canceled them in the last minute and I showed up to his place and oh I boy. showed up to his place with and he had, he had a girl there and oh. they called the police and the police came. And I ended up, you remember this, this is the little Pete story. Oh, 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 I got God. it. I was like, wait, what? Right. So then um, they called the police oh and I'm God. like, okay, I'm leaving. This was a mistake, whatever. They get my license and my license showed that it was suspended. Imagine me, like goody two shoes of the world. Yeah. It wasn't suspended. It was that I had gotten visiting him a speeding ticket, like a, like going 55 on a 45 mile thing. And yeah, who cares? In, in the city of in Key West, you have to go in person to the courthouse. They don't have a system that's online, so it still showed uh, that I fired, was expired, and 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 suspended. suspended so they sorry. told me I couldn't drive home, and it was a spring, uh, spring uh, break thing, and there was no hotels to stay at at all. So this guy let me stay in a place that was one of his tenants, and when I got there, it was full of roaches. And we know how I feel about roaches. So I drove anyway. And when I got on overseas highway, it was like, it was exactly like OJ Simpson and the white Bronco. There was 20 police cars behind me and they arrested me. And the next day it was in every newspaper, daily mail and everything else. And it looked like I had gone you know, after this guy, because, oh my God, please be with me. And it wasn't even that. And no matter how many times he called the papers, like, that's not what happened. None of this is what happened. Some people said I had drink. I don't even drink, you know? So the whole thing. So yeah, that was the most mortifying thing, but I learned so much from it. Would you say that that was your darkest, like the lowest was, point of your life? It was very dark because I was horrified that I was, that I embarrassed you guys, that I embarrassed my family. Are you kidding oh. me? I framed your mugshot. It was my favorite thing. I know. The entire but world. you know what? I, I just felt like my mom. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the thing is that the appearance of it, right? The optics was so different than what it was. And you could you can explain it to people till you're blue in the face. It doesn't matter. And, and I remember thinking, I'm never, you know, I had a, a therapist that we worked with at the time we both did and that he apologized to me later on for saying that but he told me you better find out something else to do because you'll never work again in the mm -hmm. public eye and he was so wrong about that because what happens is that when you live your life and you have character and integrity your whole life one little misstep yeah that doesn't it's not going your... to it's not going to people will stick by you and so I learned that that I have credibility and I have gravitas or whatever you want to know with with the brands that I w always worked with but yes it was mortifying and yeah, nothing before or since has been and and I am a, I am a hardened criminal you know what I'm saying like I have a mugshot so I am that's a hardened criminal sick which is kind of cool it is cool I, and I have that... a tattoo now so dude <laughs> I'm a thug thug life thug life thug life I am.
So yeah, I have never talked about that again in years. So thanks for the question. And the it's way, not triggering. It took it it I I dealt with it. But yeah. it was very hard. Very hard. It's the way you said thug life. It was like thug life. Thug life. Yeah, thug life. Thug life. Is, am I saying it wrong? No, it's just like thug life. And you're like, thug life. It's thug life. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I have a, I mean, I don't have a record because your dad, you know, whatever he got, he got it all dismissed and all that stuff. So, it so was, your mugshot is not online anymore. No. Yeah. Yeah. You can find the mugshot. Okay, Please okay. find the mugshot. I'm going to put it right here. Mugshot. It's so ugly. It's so ugly. It's not but ugly. It's perfect. It's so ugly. But you know, I remember, you know, you got the one call and I called Sylvia because I had just been on the phone, by the way, Sylvia's so cute. Like I remember talking to her when I got pulled over, she's like, don't leave. I'll go pick you up. But you know, she's like a princess. I wasn't going to make her drive all those hours to pick me up where I was going to leave my car. Just didn't seem convenient. And she's on the phone with me. Police arrested me. And she goes, put them on. She goes, listen to me. She's a lawyer and she is a very good human being and, (laughs) you know, a good citizen and all this stuff. And it's like, she's in handcuffs, lady. Bye. Oh my God. They didn't put me in handcuffs, but, but maybe they, I don't remember. I just remember feeling very you would much remember. Like, like OJ. No, yeah, no, no handcuffs. Um, and then you're, then I don't know. I guess she called your dad and you know, your dad and I hadn't been together in years or anything. And so they put me in, not only did they give me a mugshot, they, they put me in like, it's not, a, it was like a little holding cell, but it didn't, not with bars or anything, My but God, I had to you change. were in prison. Yeah. And I had to change into an outfit that looked like scrubs. No, you know, like, no. Oh no, I didn't have, they took my clothes. They took everything. No, no, And no, they no. took my underwear. I had to put on something, which was a very ill-fitting sports bra and granny panties. And then on top of that, um, oh God. this blue scrubs, like the pants and the thing. And then these slides that look like you're Oh my God, mommy, you were like, <laughs> I was in prison. I went to prison. I went to prison. I was almost on death row. I went to prison. I think we're and all so, on and, death then, row, and then, and then, you know what they had? They had like a little bunk thing that was just popping out of the wall. And it was stainless steel and then a blanket. And so I sat there shivering and I had been crying so much. And all of a sudden they said, your lawyer's here. And I go, my lawyer, I didn't call anybody. So I come out and he's standing there and daddy. Looks at, yeah. And I look at him and I, he goes, I know, I know, I know. Oh, I, I was cry. like, he goes, I know, I know. And I said, I have no shoes. <laughs> <laughs> like he knew to me, that was my darkest moment. And it was like, I know we're going to take care of this. It was like, oh, kind of like no yeah. judgment. Just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he what told me dude. that they asked him if he wanted the video camera of the car when I was sitting in the back seat of the patrol car. By the way, it was like an hour and 15 minute drive to oh where they God. do that. And he said, I said, just look at it. I don't know what I said or whatever. And he said, why did you make me look at that? It fucked me up so bad. He goes that I was just crying saying, you don't understand. I am a role model to my girls. I've never done anything wrong. This is such a mistake. And oh, just on and on for an hour and 15 minutes, he goes, I had to go home from work. It just fucked me up so bad. Yeah. Holy moly. Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> it doesn't take much to make me cry. It no, obviously. Girl, same. Girl, yeah. same. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's where we're ending on. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the question. <laughs> you want to like, just top it off with Israel Palestine shit? Jesus yeah, exactly. Christ. Well, listen, the one thing you'll get from us is the truth. 
yeah my gosh that was brutal but I'm so glad that yeah. you opened up to, about it because I think that it's really easy to feel shame about it and just like pretend yeah. like it doesn't exist oh, even I though you can myself, like find it yeah. on the internet but yeah oh I, I feel I feel okay about it like it doesn't even matter you know what I mean like I know what I did what I didn't do I'm still friends with that guy like he helped me buy this house you know what I mean yeah he helped yeah me buy the house but he not everything like he it wasn't what it looked like it was just that I had been on that show when the girl in his house wanted yeah you know, she's like she wants my boyfriend it's like he never saw her again he was mortified I remember when the police like the police first got there they go my god I know you I have your book it was like they were super nice and oh then gosh. he goes to him is there anyone else in the house and he goes yeah he goes they need to come out and when that girl came out horrible full of tattoo like nasty nasty like whatever the worst shit you would find in the keys on a dark night whatever and the cop oh, looks geez. at me he goes wait a second why would he be with her if he could be with you it was Girl. so funny, but it wasn't like that. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah. That it was wasn't just... his choice. It was me. It was, you know, I had a lot to do with it in the fact that I wasn't, didn't treat somebody fairly who got pissed. Yeah. And, you know, makes sense. Justice for little Pete. <laughs> we called him little Pete because guess what? He's small. Um, okay. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Thank thanks you for, for listening. And thank asking... you for all the questions. Yeah. Thank you for asking questions. Honestly, everybody go follow rhom.bravo he asked so many questions he's also oh, a big so fan great. of our podcast yeah. he's amazing and we also should, we, we if you want him on one day if you want he, any like miami housewives news go to him he knows, oh, everything, knows everything all the time like way more than we do That's no, he has facts. grown that podcast in a very Not organic podcast, way instagram i mean instagram seriously the the producers comment on it everybody yeah, does no, all the women follow him he knows he's his great. Shit. Yeah. Um, but also follow us at Mommy Issues the Pod <laughs> and at Beba underscore Rod at Anna Cooks, Q-O-O-K-S. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Apple Podcasts, rate and review, do all the things that you know that you're supposed to do. Do all the things. Um, thank you for joining us. And by the way, next week when I'm at your house and I leave Friday, look, we're gonna do it when over the weekend. Yeah, we'll just do it when you're here. We'll do it during Lola's nap. Okay. Or I guess, yeah, I don't know. God. Whatever, we'll figure it out. I, I don't leave late on that day, but we can do it on Thursday. Okay. Okay. Great. All right. Love well, you. Love you. Bye. Bye.